Shekalim Daf Gimel, after studying Masechet Shekalim, it's Yerushalmi, and we saw a very, very different language. We last were talking about the difference between the first Adar and the second Adar, and we end up saying that Halachazah could be Shimon Gamliel, that the second Adar is the important one. And the last Halacha Lema'aseh that we talked about is what you write on a contract. And we saw that Tanakama felt that uh, the first Adar you write Adar Rishon, the second Adar you read leave, uh, as Adar Stam. And if you that held the opposite, Adar Rishon is Adar Stam. And the second Adar you have to write uh, the second Adar. And with that we are starting Shekalim Daf Gimal, first line in the middle where it says Metaknit Adarachin. We fix the roads, and the pathways, anything the public needs. And the Gemara will now bring a Braita talking about Hola Mo'ed, or, or the following is considered public needs, that they would do an Adar towards the end of the year. We're going to try to finish this off before the year starts, get rid of it. Any money judgments that have to be done, let's get, it, let's get it over with before the holidays. Anyone who needs to be killed or saved, let's do this now before the holidays. Anyone who deserves a punishment of makot. Upodin, and anything that needs to be, tra- the Kedusha needs to be transferred, anything that needs to be redeemed. Arachin, Hekdesh, that needs to be valued. Vaharamin, or Herem, that people owe. Hekdeshot, things that were kadosh, different types of hekdeshim, basically. Umashkinat asota, if there's a sota who needs to get, uh, drink uh, the water in order to find out if her stomach blows up or not, and uh, or if a person needs to divorce his wife and uh, not give her a ketubah and so on. Visarfinat para, and they burn para aduma in case we need more ashes for the mehatat. Visarfin aiglaha arufa. And if there is a dead body between two cities, we uh, break the uh, calf's neck by the river. And if there's an ivri who wants to stay, doesn't want to leave, we uh, pierce his ear by the door. At that time of year, if there's mitzoraim, we're already on it, and we're going to make them tahor also. And if there's a, we usually put on a lock on all the wells, during the winter season, when it's rainy, you don't need the well. And they unlock it at the end of the rainy season, after Adar, and they leave it open the entire Nisan for the entire summer, and they don't uh, lock it again. And all this is considered public need. Now, the Gemara is going to go back to the Mishnah, when we said that you put lime on the gravestones, this way you could find out what is Tameh, what is not, where is not Tameh. And if there's any Kilayim, we have to make an announcement, the guys get away. And Taman Ten Inan, in Masechet Mo'ed Katan, we learned Mashkin Bet Ashalachin, on Halal Mo'ed, you could... Uh, you could give water to to a field that needs water. And we put lime on the the gravestones on Hola Moed. And the Gemara wants to know why do you do the, why do you put the the lime the lime on the gravestones on Hola Moed? Didn't they already do this in Adar like we just explained? So the Tipater. So we can always explain the Mishnah Moed Katan. It happened to rain very very hard on the fifteenth of Adar, for example. Uh, between uh, Purim and Pe- uh, Pesach, all of a sudden it started raining and raining and raining, Veshatfu, and the water came and washed off the limestone, and that's why they have to do it all over again. Veyots in Kilaim, and they go out uh, and Holomoid on Kilaim, Lokvar Yatsu, didn't they go out uh, last month in, in Me'adar? And so why do you have to do it again? 
So the Gemara explains, Tipatesh Shaita He has to say that uh, it was one of those years where the, the, the fruits and vegetables started coming out a little bit late. And when they went down Nadar, they weren't able to tell if uh, the, 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 it's Kilaim or not yet. So now the Gemara asks me, Nine, let's see you. And how do we know that you have to put lime uh, on a gravestone in order to make sure people know not to walk over it? Rabbi Yaakov Bar Bat Yaakov Beshem Rabbi Hananiah Dibrat Hivrin. Rabbi Berachiah said in the name of Rabbi Yaakov, uh, uh, the son of Yaakov's daughter, in the name of Rabbi Hananiah from Hivrin. And Rabbi Yosa also said the following Rabbi Yaakov Baracha Beshem Rabbi Hananiah Dibrat Hivrin. Rabbi Hiskiah, he said it in the name of Rabbi Oziel Bereder Rabbi Hananiah Dibrat Havran. B'shem Rabbi Hananiah Debet Havran. Bottom line is, it says Vetame Tame Ikra. When a mitzvah is Tame, he has to go around saying, "I am Tame." People, stay away from me. Kedeshet Hea Tumah Koral Lecha Befiya Veomet Lecha Perosh. You wanted Tumah calling it out, meaning the, the person who's Tame saying it's Tame and telling you to separate. And same idea with the lime on the gravestone. Rabbi Ela B'shem Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman said that the, the, we learned that you have to put lime on the gravestone. From the following pasuk in Yehoshkel, ve'averu avrim ba'eretz ve'ra'etzem adam u'bana etzlot ziyun. People walk and they see bones and they build a gravestone. Etzem. What do you learn from the word etzem? Mikan shemitzanin alat samot. You may know that you put a ziyun, a gravestone, on bones. Adam. Mikan shemitzanin alashida ve'golgolit. Here we know that you put a stone even on if you only find a skull and the spine. Ubana, what do you learn from the word Ubana? Mikan shemitzanin agabe even kebua. You put from here we know that you put a, a gravestone on a, on a set stone. Im omer at agabe even telusha. Maybe you put it on a stone that's movable. Afi olechetum tamev mukomachayr. What's going to end up happening? It's going to go be metamev somewhere else. That's why you need a stone that is heavy and doesn't move. It's low. What do you learn from the word it's low? Limkom tahora. You have to move the stone away from the body a little bit. It's low, not on top of him. This way anyone's walking doesn't realize it. And all of a sudden you hit a stone. Uh, you're not exactly Tameh. Or you're, you don't have your, all your Taharot that you're carrying don't become Tameh. Because you're a little bit away from the Tum'ah. Siyun. What do you see from the word? Siyun. Mikan. Let's see. Siyun. Over here you know that you have to put a gravestone on a, uh, on, on a grave. Umatzah, we learned from the Brayta that even a hot mitzvah. If a person is walking and he sees one stone with lie on it, Usually, we don't put a dead body under one stone. Still, you're gonna have to say that maybe they did it. And And if a person walked over that stone, you're tame. And you omer why? There was probably a mit, and they put it under this stone, even though the chorah is supposed to put it a little bit away. It's low. They didn't. If you see two stones, if you went on top of those two stones, you're still tahor. If you walked in between them, because they probably did it the right way and they did it at slow. And if a person was plowing time between them, and it shows that there's nothing in between them, each one becomes like its own separate stone. And if you walk over that stone, that specific stone, you are tameh. And in between them is Tahor. You walk around them, it's Tameh. Tanen, we learned in the Baita. 
if you find a piece of skin, a piece of meat, a flesh, we don't put a gravestone on it. Because could be that the, the meat, the flesh is worn out over time and there's nothing there. And the Gemara tells us a story that Rabbi Ustabar Shunem Ba'akumi Rabbi Mana. He asked Rabbi Mana, why don't we put the stone over flesh? You could be up until that point, until it becomes worn out, people are going to walk over and become Tameh. It's better that, you know, for a couple of weeks, people will become Tameh, and they won't become Tameh with it forever and ever and ever when there's really nothing there. And the biggest problem is they'll come to burn Taharot for no reason. Now, Halakha Bet, the next Mishnah, Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Berishona, in the beginning, Hayu Okrin, Umashtichin Nifnehem, the Shiluchim of Betin would come, they would see Kilayim, pluck it out, throw it on the floor. And they want it to dry over there in front of your faces to get you. However, Mishirabo Avre Avira, I think I'll explain exactly what that means. Hayu Mashtichin Adrachim, then the Shiluchim Betin would throw it onto the street. And in the end, they would come, if they see Kilayim, they would make the entire Sadeh Hefker, because there's Kilayim. And the Gemara starts, Amar Bihuda. The Mishnah started off with uh, Rabbi Yehuda saying that the Shiluhai Betin would, would pluck out the Kilayim and throw it in front of their face. Tanya, Amar Bihuda, in the beginning, they would pluck it out and throw it in front of them. And the owners of the land would be happy twice. would do the hard work, they'd pluck all this stuff. Number two, since you put it in front of me, I'd eat the kilayim myself, or they could feed it to the animals, and they would have hana'a. Once there was a lot of people trying to do this on purpose, and they figured that Shulhaibatin would come and they would do all the work for them. So Shulhaibatin would come and throw it into the street. And they would still be happy. Why? Because the Betin was plucking uh, their land. They were making it soft so they could grow more stuff. They were metaken. They would be mafkir. They would make the entire land ownerless. How do we know that Hefker Betin is Hefker? That if they come and they say, Betin comes and says, this land is ownerless, it's ownerless. It says in Sefer Aizra, anyone doesn't come within three days to Yerushalayim, as the Sarim and the Zekenim tell us, everything that he owns will be taken away and he'll be separated from anyone who came from the Gola. Natikma asks, Minayin shehi petura mina ma'asrot. So now we know Hefker is patur from Ma'asrot. So how do we know that even if Betin were Mafkir, that you're still patur from Ma'asrot? Because what's in essence happening is that Hachamim are coming and they're okay, they're taking away a Deoraita. So Rabbi Yonatan told us from the following Berita, we, Betin cannot make an extra month of Adar, not in a Shemitah year, because you're just making the non-working year longer. Not the eighth year either, which is the first year of the cycle. If they did, and make it one extra month, it works. When you're adding one month in the Shemitah year, aren't you making it Patur? 
from Masot, because when you're adding an extra month in Shemitah, you're saying one extra month is going to be no trouble with Masot. So you see that Betin does have that power. So now, up until now, we talked about the Shemitah year. However, the eighth year, my, what's the reason? Not to add Isur Hadash. You're not to eat from the new crop and until Pesach. By adding another month, uh, you, you were adding another month of not Isur Hadash. But, and uh, remember, it's a new year. We didn't plant last year. And now you're adding another month of the Isur. It could be hard on people. Rabbi Zaira said, "B'shem Rabbi Lazar Hadad at Amar." What you said that we don't uh, we don't add a month to the Shaviyit or the Sheminit. Ad Shelo Hitir Rabbi Lavi Yerek Mechutz Al Aretz Laaretz. This is all when Rabbi did not allow us to bring fruits from outside of Eretz Yisrael to uh, Eretz Yisrael. We scared that you're going to bring from their dirt, and their dirt is tamen. You don't want to be metamei Eretz Yisrael. Aval Meshihitir Rabbi Lavi Yerek Mechutz Al Aretz But when he allowed you to bring vegetables from outside of Israel to into Israel. And every other year are the same. Tane and Ma'abrin, we learned the Braitha that when I Ma'aber the eighth year, Amar Bimana, Hadadat Amar, that eighth year that you said you're not going to add another month, Barishona, that was Dafka at the beginning, Shayua Shanim Ketiknan, when the years were set and Nisan, the food was already out, but now that the food is not out by Nisan, Avalakshav Shayena Shanim Ketiknan, uh, he the seventh year, eighth year, ninth year doesn't make it's all the same because the fruit's not coming out in Nisan automatically. Sometimes it comes out in Yar and Sivan, and uh, therefore you're not doing uh, not a big difference. The family of Rabban Gamliel they were Mi'aber of the year on the eighth year, in the beginning of the eighth year right away. They felt like Rabbi, you're allowed to bring uh, vegetables from outside of Eretz Yisrael, so you're not losing anything by adding another month. Now, Amar Rabbi Abun, Rabbi Abun said, In min hada let at minaklum. If the entire proof of hefker betin hefker is that they could add another month to Shemitah year, and uh, they're being poter asrot, that's not a proof. Why? It says shamor et chodesh aviv. The Torah specifically says that you're allowed to add another month in order to keep the Nisan in, in, in the spring, watch over Nisan that it comes out in the beginning of the spring. Meaning the Torah gave me permission to add another month, even if I have to take away Ma'asrot. Now, Rabbi Abun adds, let me tell you where I learn Hifkir, Betin Hifkir, even if uh, we're taking away Ma'asrot. Very simple. Gadish, Tahtav. A person gathered all, all his, uh, let's say, wheat in his field. He made a mound in the corner, in an area where the, the Anim didn't take Leket and Shechayat. Hachamim were gozer that kol anogot ba'aretz harehen shel Anim. Anything that is touching the ground belongs to the Anim. And it sounds like even the ones that are safek that belong to the owner, still belong to the Anim, and they're patur from the Masrot. V'amar Ami b'shem Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish. Rabbi Ami said in the name of Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, the Bet Shammai. That Mishnah was according to Bet Shammai. The Bet Shammai holds that if a person was mafkir his land, nafkat to the Aniim, it is hefker. The Ike Bet according to Bet Yilel, said that hefker just for Aniim is not hefker. You have to be mafkir to everyone. Aniim ochlinu me'asrin. The Mishnah should say that the Aniim can eat, but they have to give him ma'asrot. So the only work according to Bet Shammai. Ve'amar le Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi tells Rabbi Amin. We heard that he's patur from Maser according to everyone. And what's the reason? And you see that even 
if it's coming to take away from Masrot. Halacha Gimel, Mishnah Gimel, Hamisha, Sarbon, the 15th of Adar, Shulchanot, they would set up tables all over Israel, all over Israel, and people would come give their Mahatita Shekel there. Anyone needs to exchange coins, etc. Be'asrim Hamisha, on the 25th of Adar, Yashvu Bamigdash, they would set up tables in the Migdash area, people would see this, they would uh, hurry up, and this way, uh, uh, they would uh, they would give it faster. Once they set it up in the Mikdash, they would start to take collaterals from people who didn't give their Mahatita Shekel yet. So who would uh, the treasurers uh, take collaterals from? Freed slaves. Not women. It says, like a lady. Any katan whose father started giving for him, he cannot stop anymore. We don't uh, take collaterals from Kohanim for peace reasons, and the Gemara will explain why. Amar Biuda, Heid ben Mukhri Bevne, ben Mukhri testified in Yevne, Ko Kohen Sheshokel, Enochote. Any Kohen who uh, gives Mahatit the Shekel is not doing Avera. Because could be they didn't really fully give uh, the Mahatita Shekel wholeheartedly, as we'll explain. Uh, and the Kamash Malanda, no, we, they do give it wholeheartedly. So they're, they're not doing a sin. Amar lo Rabbi Yohanan ben Zakai, Rabbi Yohanan ben Zakai told Ben Mukhri, Loki, that's not true. Ela kokohen she'eno shokel chote, any kohen who doesn't give mahatita shekel is sinning. Ela, the whole thing is that she'akohanim doshir mikazel atzman, kohanim give on drasha to themselves and no one agrees with them. It says, v'chol minhat kohen kalil tiyeh lo te'achel, any minhava kohen should go up to shawim not be uh, eaten. Any minhava kohen has to go straight up to the shamaim, nobody's allowed to eat it. Now here's the problem. They have permission to eat it. How is it eaten? The Chorah, if it belongs to us and we're giving Mahatit HaShekel, it should go up to the Shamaim. Or rather, we're not supposed to give Mahatit HaShekel. That was their uh, thinking. But that was the Atzman. Nobody agreed with them. Now, the Gemara starts, You don't take collaterals from children. So we could ask them for money, but we don't take collaterals. So the Gemara explains, temar se'arot. When are you allowed to ask for the money from a katan? That's when he has a two se'arot, he's 13 years old, he's a mehuyav mitzvot, don't give machatzit ha-shekel. But if a person if a person didn't have two se'arot, it means he's not fully barmed, so you can't ask him for uh, for machatzit shekel money. Ul mashken en me'mashkenim, but to take collateral from him, even if he had two se'arot, afal b'shevi se'arot, you have to wait till he's 20. Once he's 20, because the Pasuk says, all that stuff, then you could start uh, You could start taking collaterals. Then he's Hayav, uh, according to everyone. Now, we also said, we don't take collaterals from the Kohanim out of uh, peace. Those who fix Mishnayot, out of respect, because they work in the Beit HaMikdash. They're doing all our work, so we don't want to start with them. But if it was the Davka for peace, we wouldn't take from Israel either. Now we learned in the Mishnah, Amar Biudah Eid. We the whole testimony of Ben Bukhri and Yavne that a Kohen who gives Mahatit Shekel is not sinning, and Rabbi Hanan says no, they really Hayav. Amar Rabbi Berachia, Tamad Rabbi Hanan and Zakai. The reason of Rabbi Hanan and Zakai that they're Hayav, that even Shevet Levi has to give Mahatit Shekel because it says Zeitenu Zen Gematria Shenem Asar is twelve Shevatim Itnu. All twelve Shevatim have to give. Now, the Gemara wants to discuss why that drash of the Kohanim is wrong. So, Rabbi Tavi B'Shem Rav Hamnuna, 
Ken Meshivin Hachamim Rabbi Yehuda. This is what the Hachamim told Rabbi Yehuda, who said in the name of Ben Bukhri that the Kohanim had their whole drasha. Hatat Yahid, if uh, there was a Korban Hatat of a Yahid that got lost and their uh, the owner used a different animal, Meta Ven Hatat Sibur Meta. So Hatat Yahid, if uh, you found it, if you, you found it afterwards, it has to die, leave it in a room, lock it up. However, in Hatat Sibur Meta, if a Korban Hatat of the Sibur if it got lost. You, you don't uh, you don't leave it to die. Minha tayahid if a kohen who gives a minha by himself kereva kalil you put it on the mizbeach it all goes up to the shemaim ve'en minha tatzibur kereva kalil but the minha of a, of the the public does not go up completely the shemaim ve'kashia meshivin adam davash eno modebo I understand you give a proof to someone on something you know he doesn't agree with meaning. We learned in Masechet Yoma that the hatat of a tzibur does not die. You don't lock it up in a room until it dies. And Rabbi Yudah Omer Tamut, and Rabbi Yudah says it does die. And so the, how could the Gemara bring him a proof from something he, you know for a fact, he doesn't agree with? So Rabbi Tavi explains again, what's the mahluk of the hachamim Yudah? And Rabbi Yudah explains, this machatita uh, shekel isn't it a donation from a private person? Why do you think that the kohanim should uh, have to bring it? If it was private, then it would have to go all up to the shemaim. The kohanim would have no halak in it. Once it was put in the pot with everyone else's machatita shekel, it belongs as uh, to the tzibur. There's has nothing to do with the kohanim anymore. Now ketiv. It says in Pashat Gedisa, Kola over Ale Pikudim, anyone over 20 years old has to give him Hatzita Shekel, Buda, Bin Hamia, had a Machloket, Hadamar, one of them said, Call the Avar Beyamai Ten, anyone who passed the Yam Suf has to give him Hatzita Shekel. Viharanamar, the second one said, Call the Avar Al Pikudayai Ten. When it says Pikudim, means Dafka, whoever Moshe counted, and Moshe didn't count the Kohanim or the Levim. Moshe didn't pass by their uh, tents to count ha- how many they were. Manda Amar called Avar Bayamaiten. According to the one who said, anyone who went through Yamsuf has to give Zakai. He helps Rabbi Hanaman Zakai, and he says that even Kwanim Levim have to give Mahatzida Shekel. Manda Amar called Avar Pikudayaiten. And according to the one who said that uh, anyone Moshe counted has to give, Messiah ben Mukhrid helps Rabbi Mukhrid that Moshe did not count the Kwanim or the Levim, and therefore they don't have to give. Halachadal, the next Mishnah. Even though we don't take collaterals from women, slaves, ketanim, uh, if they want to give Mahatzada Shekel, we'll take it from them, we're not arguing. If a goy or a kuti who gave Mahatzada Shekel, we don't accept it. And we don't take from them the birds of a zavin, zavot, and yoldot. You don't accept them. Zeakal is the rule called anything that is vowed or can be donated. You can accept from them. Anything that is not vowed or donated. You don't accept it from them. And the following is explained in Sefer Ezra. It's not for the goyim with us to build the Beit HaMikdash. The korbanot shouldn't come from their money. Now, although we're in the middle of Mishnah, we'll stop right here. We'll continue tomorrow. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.